Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. On today's wrestling news, WWE released 13 more superstars. Edge makes a violent return to SmackDown. Some NXT stars wrestle dark matches on SmackDown. Some new Money in the Bank participants have been revealed as well on last night's SmackDown. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? It's my name is Phil James and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories and links to all of the stories are in the description below. So click the timestamps and away you go. But first up, they are at it again. WWE have last night released 13 more superstars. Now I'm just going to run through a full list of them and then we'll get to some reactions to it and things like that. So we start off, we've got... Uh, Killian Dane, the Bollywood Boys, Sunil Singh and Samir Singh, Marina Shafir, Arturo Ruiz, uh, Kurt Stallion, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Everrise, Chase Parker and Matt Martell, Tony Nice, Aria Dabari and August Gray. Now they've also released the writer that was in the news cycle for not knowing the WWE product. That is Kenneth Mobley. She has also been released within all of this. Um, so yeah, another huge raft of superstars being released and absolutely gutting the 205 Live roster. Now, um, the no competes are set for a mixture of 90 days and 30 days with these people. It kind of depends on who you are. I think most of the NXT guys will be on 90 days and some of the sort of 205 Live exclusive more guys will be 30 days. Like for example, Killian Dane has announced that he's on a 90-day com no compete, but August Gray has said that he is on a 30-day, so it's kind of mixed. So anyone that's on the 30 days, you will be seeing them out and about on July 25th. Anyone that's on 90 days, it'll be September the 23rd. Now, I've got a bunch of reactions to get through so I'll just try and get through them a little bit quickly. But August Gray uh, had probably the funniest reaction to all of this, as funny as you can get with all of these things. He just tweeted out saying that tonight's 205 Live main event has just been turned into a Loser Leaves Town match. But yeah, all this happened like two hours, I think, before 205 Live went on the air. Absolutely mental. Um, Fandango just tweeted out just saying thank you to Vince and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon for the last 14 years. I truly appreciate it. Uh, Davari put up saying thank you for all the kind words and support. It's time to put some sports entertainment behind me and get back to professional wrestling. He also tweeted out later on just saying that I thought cracking my phone screen was the worst thing that was going to happen on this vacation with a picture of him in Vegas. Uh, so that timing couldn't have been very good. Um, Tony Nice as tweeted out just saying thank you everyone I don't care about how unwatched and underappreciated 205 was I busted my ass every single time I stepped foot in the ring doing whatever was asked of me with no questions asked I can't wait to be that type of employee for someone else 
there's yeah a lot to get through here like I said uh, Killian Dames already changed his name back to Damo on Twitter poor WCPW guy big Damo uh, he just tweeted out saying basically that he's got a chip on his shoulder and a big explanation that I'll put on the screen now but I won't read it all because it's quite long he just basically thanks people that he'd worked with and had helped train him through the um, through this whole process and just stating that this is very much not the end and he's got that chip back on his shoulder and he will be seen elsewhere the Bollywood boys tweeted that all the bumps, torn ACLs, dislocated shoulders, it's all been worth it for the last five years and how ironic we finished our last match with a shoulder hanging out of its socket. It's fitting we got fired while showing up for wrestling training. We love what we do with a passion. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just another one of those days of WWE releasing loads and loads of people and God knows what they do with 205 Live now going forward. Yeah, it's there's so much to get into there because you've got obviously all the, like you said, the 205 Live guys who've just, like Tony Nese put it, they've busted their asses really for for yep. years. Like it, it was always, it was never really given a chance. There was a, there was a little spell, uh, I don't know, around but maybe 2016, 2017 when they had Drake Maverick and Daniel Bryan's general manager at one point. And they were trying to maybe get a few eyes on it. But I think as soon as, obviously, the pandemic era of wrestling came about, it just got, I don't know, hung out to dry, really. It was, it was in a bad way. And now, and it's so odd with all these reports over the last couple of days saying that NXT and WWE are going to put this newfound focus on the Cruiserweight division, the Cruiserweight championship. And then they've just gutted the Cruiserweight division, which I know, I know maybe it's not as um, well showcases what it is on NXT when they've got Kushida there as the champion right now and they've got certain matches that are going on there which feel a bit disconnected from 205 Live I get that but they've got all this talent that you could have eventually brought into NXT and just infused it in there and just had a full division in waiting but they've evidently gone down a different route with that and then you've got all the NXT people just the Breeze Ango who just the other day having the thing with Imperium now that's just they're, they're gone yeah. it's Everize Everize just seem to manage like manage to massively get over and uh, just like break through and then they go and release him honestly turning chicken chugoni iced tea into chicken salad just every other day those lads and, that, and like, yeah. i even said it i said it in ups and downs the other day they're, they're one of the only teams that you could have losing week in week out and it just wouldn't affect them because that's great they're lovable losers like they yeah. th those kind of characters Chusian. are gold dust you don't yeah. get them and it's <laughs> It's not like WWE needs really entertaining tag teams at the minute as well. It's just baffling. Absolutely baffling. And then, like you said, Big Damo, Killian Dane. It's just, well, I don't know. Leaves like the aforementioned Drake Maverick now. What, what does he do? It's, it's, it's a mess. And it's, it's, it's just proof again of a company that the, the people at the top are just not really caring about the shows that are going on and the, the storylines and narratives and the actual people behind this. It's just a case of, right... Here we go. Who's on this? All right, let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of that. It's just, oh, I don't know. Another tough day, Phil. It's just like, there's yeah. not much more you can add to it. It's just a really tough day. And it always feels like we need to add this as well, that they are still making record profits yeah. at this point. So. Yeah, so don't feel sorry for WWE like they're in a desperate situation because they're not. They're not. This is yeah. just greed. However, you always like looking at the bright side of these things, like the overwhelming love and support that comes out through these things. And then sort of the excitement of seeing what these people do now that they've got their chips on their shoulder and go out there and sort of prove them wrong. It's going to be like sort of in six months time or so when all of these uh, no competes are up, it's going to be a very interesting time for wrestling. It certainly is. But speaking of people with chips on their shoulders, Phil, another man 
popped up on SmackDown this week. Another man, a lot of men on SmackDown. That was a weird segue, but he was a man. He did pop up, and it's the Reddit R Superstar. He's back, baby. He popped up on SmackDown, and he went straight after the big man. He went after Roman Reigns. He went after that Universal Championship. We've not seen Edge, obviously, since WrestleMania 37, where he was stacked and pinned, along with Daniel Bryan, because Roman Reigns is just a monster. But he did pop up, eh? But he, like, interrupted... The, the state of the Universal title address that Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman were doing, they were like, we've cleared out the entire division, we're the best, so we're going to do something we've never done before. And then they didn't actually do that because Edge popped up and just kicked all the ass, really. He speared Roman Reigns. He, Jimmy Uso tried to get the jumping in when he was going to go and concerto Roman Reigns, but he didn't. He got thrown into steps. He got speared through a barricade. And then Edge, a weird moment happened because, like, from what I could see, Roman was still on the stage, like on the ramp. And then Edge just looked straight at the hard camera and was like, Roman, where you at? And I was like, he's, he's, he's over there, man. He's, I, think he's, I think he's still there. But it, it was weirdly cut together. But it's now looking like Edge is in the, the well, he's the front runner, really, you think, for, the, for the, the shot against Roman at Money in the Bank. Obviously, the big pay-per-view return to full crowds and all the rest of it in WWE. But then, equally, earlier in the night, Seth Rollins like had a bit of a back and forth with Adam Pearce, and he was like, oh, surely I'm the challenger now, the next contender for the Universal Championship. And he was like, oh, we'll take it into consideration. There's also all this stuff, apparently, in the works for Edge and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. That, that could be a thing, so maybe Rollins gets involved with the match with Edge and Roman. A lot of stuff there, Phil. Big return, big old Edge's back. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely feels like they're heading for Edge versus Roman Reigns, which is a hell of a uh, main event to add on the first pay-per-view back with fans. Um, and yeah, like you say, whether they do some kind of shenanigans with Seth Rollins, and then that leads to the Edge versus Seth Rollins match at SummerSlam, and obviously still they seem to be aiming for Roman Reigns versus um, uh, John Cena at SummerSlam as well. So the next couple of pay-per-views are shaping up to be quite good, I would say. Boy, do we um, need it! Yeah. A- Oh, <laughs> indeed, yeah, after that last one. Uh, but yeah, good to see a fired up Edge back again. Uh, but we started this talking about released wrestlers, but what wrestlers are next in the pipeline for main WWE? Um, we've had a bunch of dark matches again uh, just before SmackDown tapings. Karrion Cross was back for his second dark match on SmackDown. Uh, he wrestled Slapjack. Um, and we also had Shotzi Blackheart taking on Scarlet, of all people, in a one-on-one match, and they had a dark match who they wrestled each other. Now, this is coming off the back of last week on SmackDown, uh, Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed, they both had dark matches, so this is the second one that Karrion Cross has had. Um, last week, I think, Cross wrestled uh, Dolph Ziggler and Reed wrestled uh, Robert Roode, and... Then we had the whole main event thing where obviously Reed defeated Drew Gulak on main event, but then Karrion Cross with that entrance, let's say, wrestled Shelton Benjamin on that. Um, so it looks like they're putting a lot of focus on Karrion Cross, at least. Who knows how they're going to package him when he gets to the main roster if you look at how they did it on main event. And now that they're sort of looking at Scarlett as their own wrestler. No, no idea what's going to happen, but it looks like things could be headed maybe towards the draft, mixing things up and getting a few new people in the way. Don't know what dark matches help them with these days when they've got a huge amount of NXT matches that they can just pop on a tape and show to Vince. Uh, but I guess he likes to see them in person. Yeah, it's... Oh, it is weird, isn't it? Like, you've got an entire show there where you're seeing them in situ in front of fans, yeah. which is something you've not even got on the main roster right now. And still, with promos and full presentations and that's it. Yeah, complete packages. Full lighting and smoke and mirrors. It's just, 
right, I'm fine and I'm like excited about the fact we're going to get some new blood, but like in WWE in the main roster, we're going to get Cross. Cross is made for the main roster. Like he is in the in the package that he has right now in NXT. He's perfect for for something like even Raw. I think he'd be great. And Shotzi Blackheart, I think she could add something completely different to either side of the women's divisions on SmackDown or Raw if they let her be Shotzi Blackheart. That remains to be seen. But the the potential splitting of Cross and Scarlett. I, I just don't see it. I don't understand it because Scarlett's not had any real singles attention since she's been on NXT, which is she obviously has performed elsewhere as a singles performer. Like yeah. not not doubting the fact that she can do that, but it just seems odd to get her comfortable in one role and really let her find her feet in one role in WWE and then just go, oh yeah, when you when you hit the supposed big time, forget all that, you're doing this. It's like uh, it's just you're not going to get the best out of that person because they're not necessarily ready for it. It's it's. Seems like an odd business plan for me, and I swear to God, if they make Karrion Cross come out with that entrance on Raw or SmackDown looking that sad, <laughs> what they've done to him, <laughs> I'll, ju- I'll lose all faith. I've lost a lot of faith in the last couple of days, obviously, with everything's going on, but I will lose all faith. My boy deserves better. He deserves so Absolutely. much better. It's mad. If you haven't seen that entrance, like, go and watch it. Um, but it's it's like we were talking about this beforehand and it's like taking Stone Cold Steve Austin and saying you're not allowed to be on the microphone or something it's like taking one of your greatest things away from the person in their package and saying we'll go out there and do it without all this but it's like that's not the point he is this package that is him like if you just look at him on the NXT he's ready then why would you take these things away from him it's the Paul Heyman thing of playing into the strengths don't just put them out there and ask them to do something they can't do because you're not going to get the best performer out of it pointless pointless for me but speaking of things that are not pointless uh, money in the bank qualifiers they they have a point for a change so matches with stakes you gotta you love to see it phil you love to see it so we've had a bit of that on smackdown this week we had Big E taking on apollo cruise yet again but i've got no problems i like that match so i'll watch it every day of the week actually uh, they had a match I think it's the 14th time this year they've fine. had a match together it's fine by me i quite like it it's one of the it's one of the few examples where i, I feel like even though they've wrestled loads we've not had any like like real I don't know what the word is like a, a real finish where I've gone okay that's, yeah, that's yeah. emphatic that's that's the way that yeah. ends it's been screwy but this was quite emphatic to be honest so this might be the last one ever uh, Big E won the match it was non-title obviously uh, for like the IC title was it on the line but he's now qualified for the Money in the Bank ladder match and that match has already got uh, not Drew McIntyre uh, potentially Drew McIntyre AJ Styles or Randy Orton depending on who wins that triple threat last chance thing that they just consistently feel like they have to do every single year that thing's on Raw we've got Riddle John Morrison and Ricochet they're already involved in the match so I think there's two spots or three spots technically still available on Smackdown uh, but there's been a match announced for next week which is a last man standing match between Kevin Owens who apparently is not having any time off he just doesn't care about his body he just wants to kill himself it's great um, Sami Zayn's going to be taking him on in that last man standing match so yes that's going to be amazing that's obviously for a, a spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match so there'll be two spaces available after that got to think maybe Kingsuke Nakamura could be in there That's that was a thing on Smackdown but we won't go too far into that uh, on the women's side of things Carmella was just announced as in the match because Sonya Deville really likes Carmella and she was like, oh, you've won it before, so you can be in it again. And understandably, Liv Morgan was very annoyed by this. And I was like, yes, Liv Morgan, you speak for the people. She came out and she was like, no, I deserve it. And I was like, okay, we're going down a weird road here. But then Sonya Deville was like, okay, fine, if you deserve it, that's fine. You've got to prove it. So she did prove it. She beat Carmella again because she beat it the week before, but it wasn't officially confirmed if she was going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match, but you've got to assume that Liv Morgan's now probably going to be in it as well. But at this moment, confirmed officially, it's Asuka, Naomi, 
uh, Nikki Gross, Alexa Bliss, and obviously now Carmella and probably Liv Morgan. So still a couple of spots available there on the SmackDown side of things for that match. So Money in the Bank ladder matches at least are shaping up to look pretty damn good. Yeah, absolutely. I love the differences in Raw and SmackDown doing this, where Raw kind of just splooged all their people in one show, and SmackDown's like, we have quite a few weeks of TV to fill. Let's eep this out a little bit and do one match at a time. Much better way of doing it, SmackDown. Um, make the most out of these qualifying matches. Easy TV time to fill, not like Raw. Um, but yeah, I mean, Money in the Bank matches are always good fun. We're going to have a crowd back, so hopefully the pay-per-view is going to be really, really, really good and much better than bloody hell in a cell. My early pick is Big E. I've only just thought of this now, so I'm going to have to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Big E wins it, gets drafted to Raw, and then cashes in on Raw. Because I was thinking no one on SmackDown can win it and cash in on Roman because he's not going to lose this huge reign from Money in the Bank cash-in, surely. So yeah, that's my that's my latest pick. Big E wins it, moves over to Raw. I personally, after watching the uh, the the coronation ceremony from SmackDown last night, want Kingsuke to win it now because that was just I got filled with goosebumps and all the feels. Seeing my King with his crown on and uh, Pat McAfee with his water doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was great. So I want him to win it and go and go over to do the same thing, go over to Raw and then just Kinshasa Bobby Lashley in the face. That'd be great. Fair. My uh, women's pick as well. I said this on WrestleCulture yesterday uh, on the podcast. Uh, but it's going to be Alexa Bliss, obviously, and she'll turn the briefcase into some weird jack-in-the-box and then when she turns the handle of the jack-in-the-box, like a giant oversized fist will come out and punch someone in the face and then she'll uh, pin them and win. That's that's what I can see happening right now. Wasn't, wasn't mentally prepared for that one, Phil. But, uh... <laughs> Let's move on to some Twitter questions then. Uh, the first one comes from the Yoshitatsu fan club. Excellent. Who says, is it bad I'm starting to agree with Sami Zayn on a personal level? Should I speak help? No, I think you're fully, fully justified there. Sami Zayn was talking about the cosmos and just karma and everything. He's just not only the gift that keeps on giving, just like with charisma yeah. and comedy, he's, he's, he speaks a lot of truths. Yeah, I'm all for Sami Zayn. <laughs> I love how he's gone kind of full uh, Charlie Day in Always Sunny uh, at the minute with his conspiracy theories. Good stuff. Uh, so the next question comes from Mark Salad, who says, Morning, guys. Hope you've had a great week. Who do you think has the best facial expressions in all of wrestling? Mine is a tie between Paul Heyman and Joseph Parks. Oh. Joseph Parks is a great chap. I was going to say, I knew you'd like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I've got you got to go for the OG, really. Vinny Mac. Like, the guy, yeah. the guy was a walking meme. Fair. Uh, yeah, he was always up there in mine. Uh, but I think just forever etched in my memory will be William Regal's like disgusted faces and things from back in the day. He is fantastic at it. Like everything about him, he just seems to move his face in ways that just seems impossible. Bit like Vince McMahon does. Like I don't understand how someone gets that much expression out of their face. It's the, it's the plasticine face. We like it. We love it. It's good stuff. Indeed good stuff but thank you very much for watching I have of course been Phil Chambers and you can follow me on Twitter at PhilMyChambers and you can follow Garrett at GMorgan04 and you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE like I say like the video comment down below what you think of all of today's stories and don't forget to subscribe while you're at it but most importantly have yourselves a bloody good day bye bye 
Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.